wiggles, not the kind that wiggle tea that you drink, not scribble all together in a cottage she calls day. Cherries and tea with Nanny B. Hello and welcome. We've been hoping you would come. My neighbor Jules will be bringing us a story any minute now. Why, who could that be? Hello? Who is it? Hello, Nanny Bee. It's Jules, your neighbor, with a story. Oh, how right you are. Come in, dear. We are looking forward to your story. Hi, Nanny Bee. Today, I've brought you a tale of a mole who learns that in order to face his future, he needs to face his fears. Well, before we hear your tale, we have a caller with a wonder word. The wonder word. Hello, Nanny Bee. This is Alicia. I have a wonder word. It's gibberish. <laughs> gibberish is when people speak in a way that is confusing, either because it's very technical or because the person speaking wants to confuse you with words you don't know. That is why I want all the wonder words I can get. Bye for now. And if you listen carefully, you might hear some gibberish in today's tale. Are you ready for a story? Oh, yes, please. Okay, then. The Mole Who Was Afraid of the Light, adapted for radio. Marty was your typical mole, born hairless along with his two brothers and one sister, raised in an underground nest lined with dry plant material, before they were born, their daddy dug and dug to find their mommy. That in itself is quite a funny story. You see, Daddy Mole was quite a catch with his beady little eyes, his rotund sausage-like body, and his gift for the gab. Why, Daddy Mole could talk a hind limb off a another Daddy Mole. He had been digging to find a suitable partner. He dug for days to the north, dug for days to the south, and dug for days to the east. But still, he couldn't find his future bride. Finally, when he'd nearly given up all hope, he turned with one of his forepaws, barely using the second thumb he had on that paw. Fun fact, all moles have two thumbs on each paw. Anyway, Daddy Mole swiped the dirt wall half-heartedly to the west when, boonk, he hit something. Maybe a juicy worm as it was wiggling around and felt all fleshy. He grabbed a hold and tried to pull the worm through. But this worm was a fighter and seemed to have a whole family of worms fighting with her. Daddy Mole started using his extra thumb and then his other paw. Finally, with a major tug and a yank, he pulled that worm and its family out of the dirt wall and right on top of him. He fell back, confused but intrigued by the strength of this beast. What he thought was the worm he pulled out of the dirt was attached to a forepaw, attached to a sausage roll body of the most beautiful mole girl he'd ever seen. Oh, her eyes were even beadier than his, her snout even more bald, and her hind legs even stumpier. 
Daddy Mole, who usually couldn't stop talking, was lost for words. All that came out was some gibberish about the technical benefits of westwardly digging and the evolution of his additional thumb. Mommy Mole thought it was charming. It was love at first limited sight. They wasted no time. Daddy Mole popped above ground for the best plant material he could find. Mommy Mole swept the dirt out of the nest. And before you know it, they were blessed with four baby moles, Marty, Bertie, Stan, and Sheila. They were so proud. Marty, Bertie, Stan, and Sheila grew hairier each day. They ate plump, juicy worms and talked about the adventures they'd have once they fled the nest, each of them inheriting Daddy Mole's gift of the gab and jumble of gibberish when shocked or surprised. One by one, they made their way out of the nest. Sheila was first. She didn't even tell the others. One day, she just dug, dug, dug her way to the surface, found her idea of the perfect home, and dug, dug, dug her way into it. A tunnel of her own, all dusty and new. Stan and Bertie, after several trial runs of poking their heads out of the ground, followed suit. Ironically, they all headed west, thinking they could dig their way to California. Highly unlikely. But Mommy Mole encouraged them to dream big. Marty was the last in the nest. And although he could talk a good moving out tale, he showed no signs of doing it. Mommy Mole began to worry, as mommies often do. When is he going to find his own place? He won't even poke his head out to look for one, she shared with her neighbors. They had several suggestions. Feed him nothing but day-old ants. Feed him nothing but day-old ants by the tunnel exit. Feed him nothing at all. Mommy Mole appreciated their input and put them all to the test. When she fed him day-old ants... He thanked her politely. When she left his meal by the tunnel exit, he just ate by the exit. And when she left him no meal at all, he just hunted worms for himself. Mommy Mole decided it was time for the talk. She sat Marty down. Marty, sweetheart, you know I love you. Yes, ma'am. And you know I just want what's best for you. Yes, I do. Well, how do I put this in a kind and gentle way? Uh, she couldn't think of one, so just said, Get out! Make your own nest! I need my space! Marty got the message loud and clear. He started dig, dig, digging to the surface, and each time a crack of moonlight shone through, he'd run back to the nest. Mommy Mole started to see a pattern and piece it all together. Why, it wasn't living out of the nest Marty was afraid of. Marty was afraid of the light. Mommy Mole went back to her neighbors. Dig holes to the surface all around the nest. Flood him with light. Fill the tunnel with candles night and day. Buy yourself a disco ball and have an underground rave. Each of those suggestions seemed totally reasonable, but 
Mommy Mole decided it was time for another talk. She sat Marty down. Marty, sweetheart, why are you afraid of the light? Marty spouted a jumble of gibberish about reflection versus refraction of light. Mommy Mole thought it was charming, but not very helpful. Take a deep breath. Rebreathe your expired air and release. Marty started to calm down. Now tell me, Marty, why are you afraid of the light? Marty could see Mommy Mole was not going to let this go. And without meaning to, he rattled off his reasons all at once. In the dark, you can't see anything to scare you. In the dark, it's quiet, so I can hear my heart beating and know I'm alive. In the dark, you can hide from anyone who wants to sneak up on you. In the dark, I'm safe. In the dark, I'm home. In the dark, I'm happy. Mommy Mole took a moment as she thought about how true that is. Yes, sweetheart, you are safe and home and happy in the dark. We all are, but sometimes we have to face our fears to find our future. Marty wanted that to sound like gibberish, but it didn't. It made perfect sense. So starting that day, he'd dig, dig, dig to the surface. The first day he let the moonlight in and just stood in it. The next day, he popped his head above ground. And the third day, he went to find his future. The end. Oh, thank you, Jules. I do enjoy the molehills in my back garden. The hedgehogs have turned them into a BMX bike course. And how they entertain me with their tricks. Hedgehogs on bikes? Oh, yes, but only in the evening. Perhaps if you come back at a later time next week, you can see them. Now that's an offer I can't refuse. I will be back next week for more Tales and Tea and maybe a hedgehog BMX display. Go to nannybee.com. Go there to find out about all our episodes. You can also like and follow us on iTunes and Spotify. And get in touch if you want to be on the show like the very clever Alicia. Go on and leave a message for Nanny B and you might be on the show. This has been a Toby Hall production for nannybee.com.